Much apologies for the hiatus off and just, yeah, that is all we can say considering it's the two of us that works on the podcast, edit the podcast, and all that good sort. So if anyone that listens to our podcast likes to edit content, please feel free to edit our content for us. But yeah, it is just me and Nikki here, and unfortunately, I was not feeling very great last weekend, and we did not have time to record, so I do apologize to everybody, but we are excited to get into it this week and start talking about, well, do you want to make the reveal, or should I make the reveal? Well, technically, there's no reveal, because oh, we yeah, released we, we, it. Yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that. I'm just so used to, like, revealing it every time. But yeah, we're so excited. <laughs> We're just so excited to get into talking about Stranger Things again and talking about how it ended because last time we were talking about Stranger Things, we were left on quite a cliffhanger. Hi everyone, we want to put a trigger warning at the top of the episode. We will be discussing some heavy topics that include gun violence, general violence, and death. Please listen with discretion. Oh yeah, we were, and we haven't chatted about the Mm -hmm. ending the season ending just because we wanted an organic conversation coming into this recording and we've sent videos and obviously yeah no surprise there but still the the only thing we've really been sending each other is just different chrissy wake up (laughs) i don't like this I think my favorite one I've sent you so far was the all-star version of Chrissy Wake Up. (laughs) I just listened to that a few minutes ago before we got started, and that probably, I have to agree, is probably my favorite one that's been made so far. And it's so catchy because I'd be singing it around the house, and Wes had no idea what it was, (laughs) and I finally showed him a video of it, and even now for him it's really catchy where he's singing it along with me i can't stop i i'm doing it all the time and it just it just lives in my head now (laughs) joseph quinn let's get started just with joseph because i'm sure obviously those that join large tv series and things of that sort it's gonna either possibly be a hit or miss where i don't know unfortunately this kid's name but the kid that played king joffrey in game of thrones oh my god was so good at his role but he yes acting after that whether it's for reasons of he went to college but i think due to a large reason was how much hate he received off screen for his role oh my gosh people but going back to my original thought of where i'm going with this is i'm sure Joseph, he knew that it was going to be big. He did not know how much love, including myself, people oh my have God. for Eddie. <laughs> yes. Okay. So should we go ahead and put the spoiler warning here? Do we really need to put spoiler warnings anymore? <laughs> we should We should always put a spoiler warning, Nikki. Uh, of like, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, we're going to be talking about the the end of this this whole thing and we're talking about everything. So if you haven't watched it, go go watch it and then come back, okay? Nikki. I okay, 
if we're gonna talk about if we're gonna talk about him first i i was broken i am heartbroken i am destroyed i cannot handle that that was the big death of the season he went out as a hero he really did and the whole time that was playing out I said, don't be a hero, Eddie. Don't be a hero. We need you. We need you. I real realistically, though, what he was going to come back to was a storm of hate. Because either way, if he survived this, people were going to come out at him with pitchforks and mm, torches. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But, uh I was watching that scene. And again, I was screaming at my TV. I was like, Eddie! Eddie, wake up! I don't like this! <laughs> I was so upset, and I was watching it, and I was like, Nikki is going to be so upset. This, I'm pretty sure Eddie is her favorite character now, and I can't believe this is... No, this cannot be happening. To be fair, I cut my hair after the whole nostalgia of 80s came back, like, full circle from mm-hmm. this show, but I needed a change with my hair, and I take it as a compliment that, hey, if anyone says I look like Eddie Munson because of my bangs, cool. I can just go, <laughs> I love it. Time. I love it. But, oh. yeah, I had a hunch that, honestly, they were going to kill him off just because I was... I was a few weeks behind because I did not have the time to watch it when I was away on vacation. Mm-hmm. And you can only avoid spoilers for so long, given there weren't direct spoilers of people saying Eddie died necessarily. It was more of Eddie Munson, our hero, things of that sort. And I figured, you know what? Ugh, so it yeah. kind of prepped me. But I was still heartbroken. Just the whole entire thing, that whole last episode was played out so well because they gave him such a amazing farewell with that rock scene playing Metallica. It was the most amazing end of Eddie Munson that we could have gotten for any kind of character at that. Out of all the characters who were there for the ending, I definitely agree that it made the most sense that Eddie was the one to go. He was the brand new character that they added into the show and wrote in a way that that was made for us to like fall in love with him very quickly. Mm-hmm. He was he was made to be a fan favorite. So he was pretty much set up for his death from the get go. Yeah. Which is uh, which is upsetting, but the way again like the episode like like you said the episode was really well played out because I feel like up until that point, up until the point that he was about to be a hero, uh they really set up the episode to where you thought Steve was going to be the one to to go. That whole entire scene where Vecna is literally just destroying everybody, all hope is lost, and I know we're kind of going to go all over the place with this review. Yes, we are just all over the place. (laughs) But that whole entire part where just everything, it's like the end where all of the older kids are getting choked by Vecna, and then... Lucas is getting beat up by the bully kid. Oh my gosh, that was... That whole scene really got to me just because of... I don't even know if they put a warning, just a trigger warning at the front of that episode, which I wish they did, just because gun violence is so prevalent right now that I literally... 
that left me shook. I'm so glad that it did not end up where Lucas was killed. But still, I wish there was a warning. That moment really, I was, what are you doing, Duffer Brothers? <laughs> it was it was insane. And not even just that, just the entirety of that whole scene. It was all incredibly upsetting, like having to... To, to watch him struggle trying to save uh, Max and it it and then just watching everything happen with Max and I feel like they slowed it down like obviously for for dramatic effect yeah. and and whatever but like the intensity of the slowdown for her getting captured by by Vecna and then him essentially killing her was so brutal it like the death itself was already insane like the way that Vecna took out all of his victims was Mm -hmm. incredibly graphic and brutal but I feel like slowing it down in that manner just made it so much worse and and just with everything else going on around it that whole scene was just so it was upsetting to watch it was and the last two episodes the first to last episode was an hour and 40 or something and then the last episode itself was two hours and 30 minutes or 40 minutes and it was so funny watching more so the last episode that you i kept pausing it after so many minutes go by just because i was thinking are we going to be left here with nothing? And I said, oh, there's another 40, 50 minutes to go, which was super nice. But yes, I think the essential part of where, what I think the Duffer Brothers do so well throughout so many episodes, especially this last episode, is a lot of heartbreak came out of this last episode. But at the same time, they know how to make it fun, where we get that moment with Eddie and Dustin, where Eddie is playing Master of Puppets on the RV, which it will go down mm. as one of the best moments that was was so cool i loved that so much i have to say because i saw somewhere i don't know if it's real or not that there somebody made a funko of that moment i don't know if it's gonna come out but eddie's funko alone is now a hundred to two hundred dollars and i have a a friend that lives in Australia, a really good friend of mine, where it's on pre-order right now. Oh my god. She pre-ordered it for me at a normal <laughs> price range, so shout out to you. I'm not gonna nice. name her on the podcast, but um, much appreciation because you can't get Eddie's Funko N- anymore. No, like as soon as the episodes dropped, we had I think one or two uh, Eddie's at the store and yeah. they were gone like literally the next day and now literally price gouging but yes that moment solidified okay we knew that this was going to be the last fun moment and then after that just everything was so heart-wrenching it was really weird <laughs> yeah it was really weird the way that she came back and I don't know, maybe it goes back to the thing that you were saying last time we talked about this, because I'm going to say this, I did predict that one of the kids was probably going to, to to die in this. Um, and maybe it goes back to what you were saying in that episode in response to that, is that people don't like to see to see that they don't it's not it doesn't sit well. That entire scene did not sit well with me watching it. And so 
maybe that was like kind of their way of like being like oh but you know like she's fine she's she's just got to recover from this coma now and then then it'll be okay but uh, i don't know i she will never recover from this i am telling you now the way that they're gonna wrap this up is the fact when 11 is there and she's in max's mind she can't find max which means max is not there it's gonna either essentially be where she has to go find her same as she did with will in season one Mm -hmm. because that is not max that is gonna be something so sinister that was left for the next and final season because at the end of it where she says i can't see essentially she has been left blind I think they said she was left paralyzed, if I don't remember correctly, or she was badly, she now has pins everywhere. But something is going to come out of this, the last season, the reason why Eleven could not find her is I have a feeling it's going to be another gateway. (laughs) I think you're right. I definitely think you're right there, because that something else is going on with max and honestly with everything that's been going on with her and that's happened to her i honestly don't even know how she how she would be able to recover from really any of this it's so just so much not even not even thinking like just this season like when she was introduced and everything that has happened since then it's it's just been so much it really has where her character has not had it easy Mm -hmm. and this last episode goes to show that it full circle has not been an easy life for her and unfortunately we have left her in this essential coma but she's not even in the regular world in a coma she's essentially in an upside down coma as well where we don't know what's to come and as your theory that you said early on when we were talking about stranger things with hopper no body not dead the same could be said with vecna there was no body he is not dead (laughs) yeah yeah um if you don't die explicitly on screen and there's a body to be seen afterwards you are still alive in in fiction that is the rule and it was um. so weird because literally he f- he was pretty beat up, especially with Nancy going ham on him, no less, which was super cool to see. But yes. his body was gone. And then also a lot of crazy fan theories are coming out that this is not the last that we have seen of Eddie, that people are swearing that Eddie is going to come back in the final season of being Vecna's puppet. Because we didn't see I what happened. Don't, I don't think I could handle that. There, Okay, so there are two things that I know for a fact I will not be able to handle if they happen in season five. And that is, one, if we lose Steve. I can't, I cannot lose Steve. I will just stop. I, I can't do it. And, and then um, if Vecna uses Eddie as a puppet... I like that would literally be worse. I don't think I could handle that. I think I would just oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Cuz they never showed what happened to his body. They just essentially left him there in the upside down. You're right. You're right. I There's don't like potholes. it. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> A lot of random plot holes, I would say, even with Papa, where the first to last episode is all about, I would say, 
obviously getting Eleven back, number one. And then number two, watching the story of her and Papa come to an end where Papa did die, but maybe he didn't because the FBI or the CIA, whoever that other group was that came in and destroyed the underground facility, maybe came in the nick of time and saved Papa where he may not be dead. I will be so frustrated if he comes back in season five again, the way he came back in this season, because I, I just hate him so much. I cannot stand his character. And, and like, and all the way to the point that he quote unquote ended or died, um, what, like right before then where he was looking at Eleven and he was like, please, like, I need your forgiveness. I need this. Like, please say that, like, say that you do. And she was just like, goodbye papa i was like good for you good for you and i would be so frustrated if he came back and continued to cause um any any more problems stress drama whatever it be i do not want him around anymore it was so interesting because i honestly believe that papa had good intentions early mm -hmm. on with whatever it was he was trying to do with all the kids but he probably became so consumed with power over the years that he the way that things were worded in that first to last episode where he was saying you're not ready you're not ready which he was right yeah she technically was not ready to face Vecna but at the same time I don't think he would have ever let her go either no I don't and, and that's just it is I don't I don't like that part about him, the way he tries to control her. And there's a point where I don't think he even, like, there might have been a point that he did care for her, but I don't think that exists anymore. Mm -hmm. And and that's really, that's really the part that I just can't, I can't forgive and I can't get past. So I, oh, I would be so frustrated if he came back <laughs> in season five. We honestly don't know. I th I feel as if a lot of deaths that were actual deaths that happened, they were not fully realized, if that makes sense, what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say, just because... No, they, I get what you're saying. They were... So let me back up. They were realized and thought out, but in the sense of a lot of deaths that happened, we didn't see bodies at the end. And you know what? Going back to what you said about Vecna possibly using Eddie as a puppet, that could very well be one of the reasons why they chose to show us the song master of puppets. Well, that, not even just that, but having having 11, because 11 and 1 mirror each other in power a lot, yeah. right? So having 11 bring uh, Max back even if it wasn't Max, Eleven's power isn't as strong as Vecna's. So Eleven can bring people back, but she wasn't able to fully do it and she's in a coma. Vecna would 100% have that same ability. You, oh. I hate that I just came up with that, but <laughs> that would be a very good reason on why they showed us that in the first place. You just spoke a parallel. We know that there's parallels between 1 and 11. We know there are a lot of parallels there. Mm -hmm. You just 
oh, you just blew my mind. There's a whole nother parallel there where literally the fact that, yes, she brought Max back and very well... That Vecna, could, yeah, Vecna could do the same thing with all of our loved ones that we lost in in this whole debacle with no! season four. Yeah, and possibly, possibly everybody that we've lost through season every single season up until now. Barbara, get her. Yeah, I was about to say, could you, could you imagine if Barb <laughs> came back because of Vecna? <laughs> One character in particular, though, that I will say that we know for sure is not going to come back is Jason Carver, the basketball player that everyone could not stand. Oh. Because when he is in that moment of having that altercation with Lucas, he falls, which was so relieving in the sense that Lucas finally was able to get him off of him. But the upside down when the cracks were coming through in Hawkins, he just got obliterated where it was just like, done. Yes, yes. And quite frankly, thank, thank Glob, because I was, I was, I was so done with his character. Kudos to the actor for bringing that to life, because that was an amazing performance. I could not stand your character. Good job. Um, like, and I can't remember if this happened in the two-part finale or if, like, it happened right before the end of of the split or the hiatus that they had. Um, but that whole scene where they're, like, going to get all, like, the weaponry and stuff to prepare for the fight against Vecna and they mm -hmm. run into him at the, at the gun store and, like, Nancy's, like, trying to, like, just, like, keep, a grip on the gun she's trying to purchase and and he's like grabbing it from her and like that was so unsettling and like just made my skin literally crawl as I was watching that scene that was an amazing performance by both of them oh yeah it was a very eerie moment between the two of them just because you could clearly tell that he is deranged at this point that he has not slept and he is not in his right mind he is seeking revenge and trying to find eddie and quite frankly my thought was i had honestly as much as i didn't want eddie to go i'm so glad the way they played it out how he died unfortunately mm -hmm. i had such a bad hunch and i'm glad it didn't play out this way that his character, Jason, was going to end up funny. Jason. Um, yeah, but I had such a sad, dark hunch that it was going to end up being where Jason and the rest of the basketball players were going to murder him. And I'm so glad that it didn't end up like that. Me too, because I don't think I could have handled that. It would it would have been too much. So for for Eddie to have gone out like a hero versus getting taken out by the basketball team yeah. was was very nice. And to what you just said, we should have known from like I mean it was pretty obvious pretty early on that Jason was a bad guy, but we we should have known as soon as we were introduced. His name was Jason, and he is in a Stranger Things show. We should have known he was gonna be a bad guy. Isn't that funny how they pick specific names that run in the same category as serial killers in these horror-esque yes. genres? Yes, I think the Duffer brothers are pretty pretty great at, at doing little things like that. It's I, I 
Chef's kiss. <laughs> Another thing that we need to cover before we get any further onto any other topics or wrapping anything up is the whole escape from the Russian prison and how that was all tied up into a nice bow. Because when we saw that they were hanging on to all of the upside down animals, the Demogorgon, the Demodog, all of that. They had I, a mind flare in there. An unshaped mind flare. I know. Scary. We still don't understand what it was that they were fully doing with any of that. But I will say, I thought that Hopper and them were going to end up going through the Upside Down and ending up in Hawkins that way. Mm -hmm. So essentially traveling through multi-dimensions. But... It ended up working out somehow where on a two-seater plane they got home. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm i going to be honest. Like, the way that their whole story, like, played out was a little weird. They were essentially, like, just, like, going back and forth from the prison and then eventually, like, made it home. And it was, it was really odd. And I'm just happy. I'm just happy they're home and safe, honestly. Safe. Oh, same. I for sure thought they were going to kill one of the adults off. Either yes. Murray, predominantly that's who I thought they were going to kill off was Murray, but I'm glad that everyone made it home. And it's funny because it was such a great just coming together, welcome home moment where everything was very happy at the end, where everything seemed like, okay, we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy, even though there's a bunch of cracks in Hawkins into the upside down. I, I left the door open two inches. That was so sweet. It was a great reunion just for everybody because this was the first season that Mike and the rest of the kids were not all together. And honestly, I I actually noticed that myself right before I started to, to get into watching these two episodes was I was thinking about the fact that me and you predicted the deaths in in this part and I was like the party like they said in season one you don't split the party you never split the party mm -hmm. the party has been split since the end of season three yeah and we were always going to lose somebody because of that and I'm just happy that everybody's back together that we can hopefully face this better I don't know Based off of what I've read with interviews with the Duffer Brothers is it sounds like they could do a small time jump of some sort. It sounds like they may, and it sounds as if they may or may not do a few more deaths in the last season because it is the last actual season. But I'm still banking on my theory that... It's going to end up being a big showdown this last season where Vecna will come back. He's somewhere hibernating right now. And we're going to end up seeing the runaway numbers again. Just because why would they introduce yeah. us to them in season two and not ever see them again? There is something there with that. I, I agree. I agree with that. If uh, I'm going to say this again. If Steve dies, I will riot. <laughs> it will happen. I I can't lose him. Um, I definitely think we're going to lose a few more characters before the end of this. I am incredibly worried about Dustin, especially after watching literally one of his heroes basically sacrifice himself for, for everybody to be a hero. 
I'm afraid for Dustin maybe trying to follow in those footsteps in a dire moment in the final season, which also makes me worry, incredibly worried for Steve, because if Steve sees Dustin doing something like that, he might try to get in the way and take the spot of the hero for himself. So I am worried for everybody I love most in this show, and I... I I definitely agree that Vecna's coming back. He is going to be another big bad. I I think that the the runaway numbers will come back as well. And I actually I, I almost wonder if like the mind flare is gonna come back into play. Maybe like one that Vecna hasn't shaped. Oh yeah, because one thing that I noticed was when Vecna's mind got infiltrated and all of the red stuff started dissipating into the atmosphere, it's very similar and looks very much the same as the Mind Flare. And mm -hmm. I have a feeling, because when he was saying, you've already lost, and the way he wanted things to play out the way that they did, essentially, is what mm -hmm. it seems like is when they infiltrated his mind and got rid of everything in his own mind that his mind was concealing some of the mind flare. And now that they've let that all go into the atmosphere, another theory that is being said and I'm seeing around is, so they're saying that this is going to essentially come back full circle with Will, where he saw the mind flare in the end of season two, I think it was, or season three, whenever he saw it. Mm -hmm. And that something's going to play out where Will is going to be the main hero, it sounds like, just because this whole last season... Will has really struggled into coming into his own, and I loved that heart-to-heart -heart moment between him and his brother, where his brother is saying, hey, if you have something you want to tell me, I'm here for you, because a lot of what people are saying online is Will is struggling with his own identity. Mm -hmm. I, I can definitely agree with that, that he obviously feels some kind of way about Mike, Oh, uh, God, and both of those two. Like, why are you crying over Mike? <laughs> it's funny you say that because somebody made a TikTok video that said this girl and this guy are fighting over a guy that wears a sun visor. <laughs> no hate for anyone that wears sun visors. <laughs> no, and honestly, I do love Mike. He is a sweet boy, but also really Mike. <laughs> but... <laughs> But he obviously feels some kind of way about Mike and is not willing to really face whatever that is. It was made clear in the beginning of this season that the painting he was making, that Eleven actually didn't know anything about it, that she, mm -hmm. that, that Will was keeping it very top secret and, and to himself. So Eleven didn't commission that piece and he mm -mm. full on said that she did. <laughs> So he's definitely struggling with dealing with any, like, the way he's feeling about Mike, about his friendships, about all of this. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out in the next season. I definitely think he's going to be a major part of what helps us get through it this season. And hopefully, hopefully that doesn't also mean that he'll also possibly be a major part of possibly a in for the mind flare or vecna into the group yeah and it's also to be fair with will's character at the same time is 
it's not only him trying to figure out his own identity, but it's also, they have had so many things happen through the last four seasons coming into five, where he just wants it to go back to where they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I mm -hmm. think that's another essence of Will is he's struggling coming to terms of growing up where things change when you're growing up. Unfortunately, friendships don't last. Friendships stand. People move. people move. Things change. And it's a struggle that I think a lot of people go through when they're growing yes. up. And that's, I, I definitely agree. That's what seems to be he's going through is just his identity, his relationships, growing up, and things changing. I totally agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I, I will say, I do hope, as you were saying, that they give Will a larger purpose in this last season, just because it's been constantly where he has had so many things happen that have been working against him that I hope mm -hmm. there's some kind of redemption arc for his character. Yes, and j just something where something good goes his way, where it's not him constantly, like, having an, an uphill battle. Because I feel like even even in the seasons where he manages to overcome whatever whatever monster we were facing for that season, uh, even when he manages to do that, it's he's like basically starting from the bottom of the hill he's like con he's constantly running up that hill like How dare always you? <laughs> and i just like i feel like that's that is constantly his struggle though he is at like he might start to get there but then at the because of everything that happens and like whatever monster we're facing he is always starting from square one and having to get back to where he was where he was going so it would be very very nice for us to see him win for once <laughs> kate bush man let me tell you that song has been around obviously forever now but it's it, it is not escaping us at any cost and it's funny because obviously tiktok is overly obsessed with that song and making mm -hmm. new variations which is cool and all it's funny because we recently we watched the trailer of it's a vampire film from 2010 i think it came out 2011 or something called daybreakers it's with ethan hawking is in it I really like the movie. It has questionable ratings. I think it is one of the best vampire-esque movies. I don't know if you've seen it. No. But the trailer, as I'm re-watching it, you're hearing a version of, and you're running up that hill, and I'm thinking, Oh my god! You can't <laughs> escape the Kate Bush song! That's absolutely great. I do love how, how that song just like immediately became popular right after, like popular again right after this rec most recent season of Stranger Things. I, I love the song. I think it's great. And I am, again, just, just like I'm walking around the house singing, Chrissy, wake up. I am also just running around the house just like, if only could. <laughs> Wrapping up this episode before it gets way too long because <laughs> the last two episodes were two movies in itself yes oh my goodness there's a lot to still unpack i want to end on two notes 
Okay. As we always do, uh, well, three technically. <laughs> One, our ratings. We gave the season a rating before it wrapped up, but let's give our final popcorn ratings. Our predictions for the last and final season. And one last thing I want to make note of is just how big all of these actors and actresses are going to be. Literally, they are all huge right now as it is and just getting even larger than life. But I am so excited to see what is to come for all of these. They're now adults. They're young adults. So I'm excited to see what's to come for Millie Bobby Brown. Winona Ryder is getting some major roles again, which Stranger Things has been one of her biggest roles since, obviously, Beetlejuice and everything else that she was in. Um, yes. I'm excited. I'm excited for this entire cast and where it is that they all end up. I, I'm definitely excited to see that, too. I haven't had a chance to watch them yet, but um, I've noticed that Dustin has uh, gotten some some roles in some other television shows. Paramount other Plus, streaming. yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I'm excited to see how he does in that. Um, I... I'm excited to see where this whole cast goes because they've all done such a wonderful job on Stranger Things and now that they are adults and now that Stranger Things is coming to a close and we're basically confirmed that the next season is it. It's exciting to see what they'll be doing next and where they go because they've all, again, just wonderful performances, done a wonderful job bringing these characters mm -hmm. to life. Oh, yeah. And it's exciting. It's always exciting to see young performers and what becomes of them later in life and just how big because I would literally say sky's the limit and they yes. are in a great time right now to be in Hollywood just because of how many endless options there are for what you can do to be a household name I would say yes yes and and they really they really have the talent for it so definitely excited to see what they do in the future and final predictions for next season. So, like I said, I as much as I don't want it and I will uh, riot if it happens, I think that we might lose Dustin or um, or Steve. I'm I'm really worried about both of them for the the next season. I definitely think you are onto something where Will will be an important player on why we win and why we finally get rid of whatever's going on in the upside down or at least get rid of the bad things coming out of the upside down or close off the whatever but <laughs> he will be a major player in us winning the final season and also I think he might also be a major player on why we start the season at a disadvantage unfortunately because that has just kind of been what's been happening since season one not that he's like the weak link but he is I feel like he's like kind of been a doorway in, in mm -hmm. his own in his own sense for the upside down. So I think that's going to come into play again this final season. But at the same time, that might be what saves us by the end of it. I do think that by the end of it, when they do fully fix everything, I think it might end with Eleven fully not having powers anymore like actually just they're gone after that which might be a good thing if we actually have the upside down is like actually gone gone I'm not sure if that's going to be the case but 
I think we're she's going to lose her powers again. Mine, I'm still saying for certain we are going to see the runaway numbers. They're going to come back. They're going to be a part of that battle. It's going to be a big blowout battle. And I think we're going to see a time jump as well. Not a significant one. Years on end, maybe months, if that. Mm -hmm. But I agree there's a reason the TV show started with Will and Will being mm -hmm. the prime suspect, the prime person of where this all essentially started with where really we know Eleven opened the upside yeah. down. Yeah. But why has it always been Will that something yes. has been going on with? I, yes, exactly. I either think he's going to have some kind of supernatural powers or he's going to be the key to end this. And I have a feeling that it is, they're going to finally end the Upside Down, but maybe they'll keep it, some small portion of it opened for maybe a, another TV show, another TV series, a prequel. I don't know, but it's endless. It's hard. It's hard to say where this is going to really take off. And I think regarding Eleven's powers, I have a feeling she'll keep her powers. It's been very Jean Grey-esque, and I have a mm -hmm. feeling I think she'll still keep them. I'm excited to see the next season. Same. So popcorn ratings, final popcorn ratings for this show until the last season. <laughs> um, I'm giving it an extra large bag of popcorn. I had a blast watching these last two episodes. Um, they were like essentially watching two movies. Me and Clay made it like a whole night. It was just like a, a double feature of Stranger Things. It was exciting from beginning to end. It literally had me sitting on the edge of my seat while I was watching it. Music in the show was immaculate all of the characters and the and the cast bringing them to life again immaculate and again like at the core of the show it is a horror um television show and it definitely hit that mark there were multiple scenes and and not even just in the oh it's scary monsters they were different mm -hmm. types of horror different types of fear that the duffer brothers were able to make me legitimately feel while watching watching the show and watching these characters interact with each other so again just large extra large bag of popcorn get your popcorn salt out like cover it with butter make that make it real good because it's such a wonderful end to this season i do agree i'm giving it an extra extra large popcorn with layered butter maybe some seasons old i don't know but <laughs> i stand by what i said our last review last rating that this show is amazing it's probably one of my favorite shows it does everything in between it pulls on the heartstrings it makes you laugh it makes you cry it makes you hate the dover brothers for killing off people <laughs> they shouldn't have killed off <laughs> um i am just gonna be so sad when it ends but mm -hmm. i'm gonna be so happy obviously if it is a fully just well done ending which i have a feeling that i don't think it's gonna be a bad ending it's going to be satisfying a lot of our questions to answers that were unleft answered are going to be <laughs> answered and they just did such an amazing job this season and it gives me so much hope for the last and final season that it is this is going to be a tv show to remember it really yes. really will be for sure for sure and on that note next 
next i was gonna say next season next season next week <laughs> we, we promise that it's not gonna be a long hiatus as it has been um, will we will be back we will be back we've, <laughs> we've covered a few different tv shows so far and i think it's time for a movie and let's let's keep it a little lighter on that sense, just because we have not that Stranger Things doesn't have lighter moments, but we need something more kid friendly. Yeah, yeah. So next week we move on from scary the scary house of Vecna to a much more a much more fun pleasant house. So that'll be your hint for next week's episode. We we move to a nicer casita. <laughs> well done well done thank you thank you <laughs> and on that note cheers to eddie yes cheers to eddie the the true master of our hearts yes we <laughs> love you eddie munson and are so sad that you may or may not be in the next season but um he went down a hero you you really did go down as a hero eddie love you and shout out to Joseph Quinn for playing an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing role playing Eddie. Yes. And I am so excited to see what's to come for Joseph. For sure. Well, everyone, until then, we will check y'all later. Bye. If you like Two Girls, One Review, go subscribe wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Meow, 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 Nikki's cat is sleeping, but...